made up by somebody's little housewife. What the fuck is this thing called again? All right, so here we are <laughs> with episode. 43. Oh, oh shit. I came in on 37. Yeah. Here's Bo talking about we're fake because he decided not to drive down here. Awesome. You know what, Bo? Bye. Right. So, <laughs> I know you like to think your shit don't stink, but roses really smell like You have boo-boo. to lean a little closer and see that roses really smell like boo-boo. Oh, dear God. I hate that goddamn song. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. So, we have reached over 150-ish days since, you know, you must be joking. Girl, you didn't come down here, and you know I'm off every other weekend, but I'm not going to argue, because you're controversial. But, you know, Breonna Taylor's killers are still, you know, out there running free. Mm Mm-hmm. Free-falling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Free as a bird. Free as a bird. Free 99, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great day, though. Um, it's a happy hour. Done a bunch of stuff. You know, it wasn't happy hour. It wasn't happy hour. We missed Both are still happy, so that's all that matters. So, I decided to, you know, get a butt ice. Yes, you know, we are 32 ounce in it. 32 ounce in it. Oh my God. You know, but you know it's With, you know, missing, missing my friend Tyler, you know. But eyes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so. Kicking this shit off. Because, you know, it's always like, you know, really, really deep and shit. How, okay, so what about. Okay, sex deal breakers. What's a deal breaker for sex? Like, what is something that you would, will not put up with during sex? Dirty fingernails. Ooh. Number one. Ooh. Well, bitch, that's just like you bring girl. some no, dirty that's fingernails. A real, that's a real situation. I got a friend who hates dirty fingernails. Yes, because listen, yeah. you trying to put those fingers anywhere in any orifice on me and they're dirty, you liable to get socked in your goddamn face. Yes, liable and orifices. Mm-hmm. So me, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> me, and, I don't like fingers in my butt. I don't either at all. None. I finger. I don't like fingers in my butt, but I also don't like fingernails in my butt either. Right? It hurts. It scratches up the limo. It's just too much. Scratches up the limo. It Come does on. scratch up the limo. Would you have had a popper sticker on a Bentley? No. Yes. <laughs> you know you you know you got that that velvet interior, bitch. Yes, and you don't want to scratch it up. No. Period. I've never heard anybody call it velvet interior. I like you know what I like it for sure. I well, La- Larry, you know I'm a bougie bitch. You know I'm a Libra. I was born under the sign of Aphrodite. You know what that bitch give. <laughs> so I'm getting Aphrodite on my leg after I get my Medusa tattoo. So yes, ho. Yeah, you know I'm trying to make this into like you know an actual real thing. I'm actually going to get tattoo you better. Yes, we're gonna get tattooed. Yeah, it. It's gonna be mine. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been tattooed for it's been seven years. Also, Larry, another deal breaker for me: uh-huh. if you have not rinsed out your mouth. 
and you try to put it anywhere on me, you liable Ooh, to get hit in your shit. Bitch, can we you talk? What? Can we I talk about? Can we talk about rinsing out your ass? Oh mm. uh, <laughs> yes, let's talk about it all, bitch. Yeah. Rinse out your ass, Ooh. your armpits, your interior, bitch, your mouth. If you come into my place and you come in to deal with this guy over here, bitch, you have better be clean. Period. What's your deal, Baker? To be real with you, I was gonna say breath. That like I just okay. I can't like. It's a breath thing. For okay. Me. Like, it's the breath. For me. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, we like, if, like, to be real with you, like, first of all, like, I talked about on, like, previous podcasts, like, I, I'm not really into kissing people like that. And we don't have to kiss for it to be your breath. Like, yeah. Like, it, like, if you suck my dick or, like, lick on me or touch me, like, or just, you know, put your mouth anywhere on me and I smell your breath, man, that's going to fuck shit up for sure. That's fine. For sure. Rolling the mood. We talked about like, that. I can't even focus on the sex at this point. Yep. Being real, like, I'm just like, nigga, like. This okay. Is... okay, so question. But it's like smells in general. Right. Like, smells for me, just like, mm -mm. So question, mm -hmm. would you still continue if you, if your deal breaker was, you know, approached? We have such a great camera and lighting crew here tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Larry, you saying if they fixed it after you after no, you if, informed them, if you're approaching the situation, would you still continue? Like, if the breath thing happened, would you just be like uh, and just keep going and just be miserable, or would you say something and possibly ruin the mood? I'm for the fucking ruin the mood. You just ruined my mood, bitch. It's about to be two upset bitches right now. <laughs> two upset. Bitches. I'll say, like in the past, like when I was a lot younger, I would just go with it. To be real. And then I realized, like, nah, I can't deal with it. I ain't going Like, the older shit. I get, it's like, nah, like, I can't, you know what I mean? So right. Um, you know, I just, I, like, and to be honest, I, so this is the thing, like, it's hard handling situations like that. I even be having a hard time handling situations like that with, like, people that I'm not even intimate with. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, certain friends or family members where I'm just like, you real close. Like, for example, like, there's this co-worker at my job and you know like we're in the truck next to each other work like we drive the work truck and we go to a job site together and um this nigga's breath be fucking rank like i'm like Whoa. like and it's like i don't know how to handle that because at the end of the day like it's my co-worker and i try my hardest not to like overstep those boundaries in like a professional way but it's just hard you know what i mean just pull out some mints and, and pop one in and be like, you want one or five? Mm. You know? I don't know. It's deeper than that. And then some people don't even be having fucking like, it don't really be like that they don't brush their teeth. Sometimes they just don't take care of their mouth in general. You know what I mean? Like go get cleans and floss. Mm -hmm. or what, gingivitis and shit? I don't know. Because, you know, I don't think I have that issue. I would hope that one of my fucking friends or somebody would tell me that if I did. But I don't yeah, know. They're not telling you they're not like your friend. Tell somebody like, yeah, your breath smells. So I would handle that situation like when it comes to like sex. Like I would just be like, I'm not interested. Okay. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like switch it up. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like 
I'm just not interested. That's that's it. But it's, it's it's hard for me to tell somebody like, oh, like your breath smells, and like exactly. I don't want to fuck with you anymore. As a friend, I would tell you because I feel like I should be the one to tell you that. I'm, okay, so I think another one for me would have to be. We always find a way to get on hygiene, but yeah, private areas. Oh yeah, smelly private areas because you know a lot of sweat on a dick can turn into cheese. Woo! The ass too, bitch. Ooh. And I'm bitch. not. I'm not. Listen, mm-hmm. like you said, I'm not big. Like I'm not big on smells either. But it's mm-hmm. like actually witnessing that and seeing mm. that, like seeing it in your face. Listen, there's nothing like it. <laughs> there is it's nothing like cr- it. It's horrifying, anyway. Larry. It's scary. It's scary to look at. There's another yes. thing that is very, like, it's hard for me to explain it. Here, I'll just say this. Like, if I'm about to fuck you or, or, or like, fuck with you, like, there are certain people who come off, like, naturally come off, like, holy to me. And, like, there's a lot of reasons why. I like how you made up that word. There's a lot of reasons why, okay? <laughs> I get that from people. But that turns me off. Like just like you just come off as a hoe. Yeah, but it's deep, and I and I'm sorry, guys. I can't really like explain it thoroughly. Well, it's something that in my head I understand, and I feel it from that person, and I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I told you before, like I was trying to explain it to you before, like coming off as too forward is mm-hmm. a big turn off. Okay. Like, like I get it. Like you can say. You can you can say, hey, I want to have sex without saying, oh, I want you to shove your cock in my fucking hole and give me your fucking load. Like, oh, oh god, <laughs> like there's just Sickening. there's just so I'm many other you. ways that you could have said that. But right, it, it goes back to you know, watch what you say to me and watch how you approach the situation. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really big on like smells. I'm not really big on like whatever. But it's like. If we're gonna do anything, we are going to be we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna wash up. For sure. <laughs> Larry, I like I said, we're gonna wash up, you know, you made we're it seem like you know, you're gonna you're gonna go to the sink or something, you know, the whole <laughs> bath or something. Yeah. What you say on that last one? Go hit that rain closet, bitch. <laughs> yes, bitch, that rain closet. Any bitch that's been on a naval warship huh, knows about that rain closet, bitch. Like, listen, Larry. You know, I'm the bitch. I, I'm I'm the best smelling bitch on Pack Fleet on the la- on this rock that I'm okay. over. Here. Okay, come on. So, therefore, it. if you fuck, if you coming into my court and you want to fuck me or get fucked by me, bitch, there is certain protocol that must be followed. I cannot get turned on. I'm just saying, I cannot get turned on. If your dick smells bad, if you got fucking a bush down there like that one Marine in housing down the street from where you used to live, Larry, yeah. did have, I was like, sir, did you shower? He was like, yeah. I'm like, why does your fucking dick hair smells like it's rank? I'm like, it don't smell appealing. That, Larry, was one of the times because I was already there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just eat this shit. Like, just just. Make him come super quick and get it over with. Like uh, I, that's when I pulled I, I, out I, I, the real I, I, trick. 
I ain't making them do shit. Fucking and going and wiping that shit down with a goddamn uh, baby wipe. Uh-uh. I'm not fucking. Else. I'm not doing none of that you shit. That. I, I am taking that. my ass back home where the fuck I was. I know it, it wasn't my proudest moment, Larry. I was, it's, it's more material oh, for my book that, that, like I said, I've had moments. Right. Okay. It wasn't my proudest moment, Larry. I was like, you know what? Cool. This is going to be one. This is going to be an L that I'm going to take today because I was already in the fucking garage. And I'm like, man, this is <laughs> bullshit. But after that motherfucker came, I spit it on him. But yeah. I, I don't know why people, when they say spit it on, I just, I just imagine them just like, I, I was <laughs> choked on that damn hookah right now. It's sorry. Easier, it's a lot easier to handle those situations when you're like hosting or people come to you. When right. It's like very weird and awkward and it's like fuck like very do I get up and walk the fucking way? And Larry, it's because of that I don't want to do oral ever again. Well, yeah, yeah oral's not my thing to be honest. I don't like it's doing oral thing with for that reason. I don't like doing oral with everybody. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. One because it's just like I gotta like have fuck with you a few times, like like multiple times in order to right. Like I gotta know where your hygiene is in order for me to get there. Like I don't eat ass unless I literally fuck with you. Exactly. Like I gotta really fuck with you in order for me. Yeah. To you know what I mean? Period. Like, I'm just about to eat no stranger's ass or like somebody that I you know like exactly. That's no like, period. Not the fuck at all. Because I don't know how you clean that shit. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. At the end of the day, niggas be like, oh, I'm clean, I'm clean, I know how to clean, I do this and that in the, in the third or whatever, but I don't know if your ass fucking, you know, stuck some shit up there, if your ass bent over on your motherfucking knees in the shower and let the fucking water squirt in your ass if you use a water bottle, I don't fucking know. Exactly. Because I don't heard some shit. Yeah, they ask any type of way, and I'd be like, "Wait, what? I remember this dude. How? Wait, I remember this dude. How did you do that? I remember this dude put a Dasani bottle in there. See, and I heard. Oh my god! Bottles in there. Like, oh lord. Listen, I'm not real big. See, Larry, those type of bitches are into that fist and shit, and I can't wang with that. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. 100%. 100%. And that's exactly why that, those are those vibes I get from people that I'm like, oh yeah, no. This is yeah, like if I if you could put a whole arm in your ass, I don't want to mess with you. I, I can't I'm not getting no fulfillment from this. You can put a whole arm, no for real, though. So. If you can take punching, like punching fist. Yes! Bitch, a yeah. whole bat. Yes. I, I can't. I just, just No. Send me the phone. Send it to me. I'm kidding. Okay, so <laughs> bitch, we can hit on hygiene all fucking day and motherfucker still. Yes. yes. I don't understand, but it's like I don't understand why as grown ass people we still have to we are still continuing to talk about like why we still have to continue to talk about why motherfuckers are not taking their hygiene seriously. Ooh, seriously. Okay. So yep. to be honest with you. Exactly. So Got a question. Got a question. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you believe that if do you, do you believe that if you don't text them, you're putting yourself through more torture than you should? Text who? Okay, so it's like 
you're talking to somebody, you're dating somebody or whatever, and they acting real funny, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, I'm just going to ignore them. I'm going to treat them the same way they're treating me. Do you feel like you're putting yourself through more torture? In a sense, yes, because you're you're giving one, if you don't have a sense of self-worth, you're going to always put, in my opinion, me personally, you're going to always be putting yourself in a sense of torment because you want, you have this expectation from them and they're not fulfilling it. So therefore you're like, well, I'm going to give them what they're giving me. And in a sense, you're like, well, fuck. Now you're filled with fucking dis-ease and now you're filled with fucking resentment and you're fucking causing yourself all kinds of torment and I don't think it's worth it. Especially in 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020, listen, it's too much. It's way too much, bitch. I just can't. Listen, I've I've been on that wave where it's like, you know, Oh, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna text this motherfucker. I'm not gonna do whatever, blah 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 blah. And then now I'm like I'm pissed off, I'm upset, and I'm like, you know, and I catch myself like, you know, I wonder who they I wonder who they are, blah blah blah. But I'm sitting here like, okay, so if they were wondering or worried about you, they would text you, they would contact you in some type of way. But it's like Yes. I thought, I feel like that happens I, more in the talking stages. Yeah, I'm I'm the type of person like I like to talk about how I feel. Yeah. So like I'll tell somebody how I feel. Like Okay. You know, like of course I be careful with how I word shit. Yeah. But I try to let niggas know how I feel cuz at the end of the day like sometimes people like we're all different, you know what I mean? And some people don't look or yeah. see the the same way that we do mm-hmm. and like there's been situations where like people haven't reached out to me because like i said i was like going through something sort of speak like you know like oh i'm going through something and i guess that was like their way of like giving me like space mm-hmm. but in reality mm-hmm. i was like nah, nigga, like <laughs> i want you to say exactly. yeah like i want you to ask me how i'm doing and things like that it's but like true. i said like i'll like i'll talk to somebody and tell them how i feel uh-huh. At the end of the day, those are signs, though. You know what I mean. And uh-huh. so, I think about that as well. Exactly. So, Don't ignore the signs. You know, I mean, I just feel like nobody's gonna feel unless you tell them. Exactly. And that's how I communication. I mean, my whole thing is, it also depends where we are in that. Exactly. And take on that bitch. Because, like, if we just in the talking stage, I probably won't take it serious at all. Like, I don't, you know, it, it, like, it won't bother me. I won't feel the need to explain myself to them. That'll just be that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hit me up one day and you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, I'm good. Chill. Like, I'll be real short. But if we, like, really fucking with each other, I'll tell you how I feel. Like, exactly. yo, like, what's good? Like, I haven't heard from you, you know? And exactly. I look, you feel mm-hmm. some not like that. Like, nothing too crazy, you know? Yeah, nothing crazy. But just talk to them, like... That's just how I handle shit when it comes to that. I don't know. Mm. Who put me heart on I don't know, because there ain't no one in there. Yeah, there ain't in there, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so... Okay, so in that... Okay, so going along with that, you think that... Do you think that if, if somebody wanted to do something, they would? Yeah. If you like want that. something, you're gonna go for it. If you want to do anything, you're gonna fucking reach out. Unless if you're just you one of them narcissistic bitches. If you genuinely want it, for sure. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> tricks are for kids. I don't got time for that shit. Yes, tricks are for kids. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just feel like if they want to text you, they would. If they want to contact you, they would. If they want to take you, yeah, out, they would. But it's like it's it's not taken away from you know. Oh, you know, like leave everything up to them, but at the same time, right? That's where that communication comes in because at the end of the day, like, yes, people will text you, hit you up, call you, whatever, if they really wanted to. But also, I see, and I, so this is where I'm a lot different. Like, I also want to understand where people are coming from sometimes, like, you know what I mean? So that's why I think I do communicate because I want somebody to tell me, like, oh, that this or that, and I kind of backed off because that. So, like, I like to know, like, understand people. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And, you know, that's just me. But I'm not about to push for no shit with somebody that I don't have nothing strong with at the same right. time. Exactly. Absolutely. Like, I go. I go for the bond. Yeah. Like, like, literally, the talking stages are literally like a probationary period for me. So it's Most like, definitely probationary. Right. Like, what the hell? So if I if I feel like you know communication is your strong point or whatever, it's your strong point or whatever. If we can't fix that or whatever, because I'm already, as my friends tell me, I'm already impatient with everybody. Mm. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you is. But but at, okay. but at the same time, I am not about to now. I can give you the tools that you need to make this better, but I'm not going to do the work for you. I'm not going to sit you down, hold your hand, and teach you how to fucking conduct yourself in a fucking relationship. Either you got it or you fucking don't. Period. And that's that's just me. I'm at the point in my life where I'm not about to... I'm not about to... Like I said before, I'm not about to settle for something that, I, that, that I'm not cool with. Like, if I, if I want to... If I, if, if I don't like something, I'm not going to pretend like I do. If I'm not okay with something, I'm not going to pretend like I am. Like, I'm not settling for anybody. Like, I've always said, time doesn't wait for anybody, so why the fuck should I? Like, like I can do, I literally can do bad by myself. So what the fuck, what the fuck do I need you for to add that stress? That fucking, that fucking unnecessary drama. That just, it's, it's. It's not my thing, and I'm just not trying to entertain everybody's like bullshit. So it's like Absolutely. definitely a deal breaker for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk right. your shit, Larry. Talk my shit. Talk your shit, JC. <laughs> you supposed to be like talk your shit, JC, and I'm supposed to be like get their ass, Miami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, so everybody got a track record, as we all know. Are you accepting yours, or are you denying a few people that you, you know, the fucked? I'm denying probably at least 10 people. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely denying. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, bro. <laughs> definitely let denying me, a Let few. me just say that I'm definitely... There's niggas that I force myself to forget about, so... Absolutely. And then some made it so easy I, to forget about them. I would just be like, yeah, I don't even know who that is. Right. There are people like it's so easy to forget about. Like some of the people that, you know, I've been with and that, you know, I've dated. And it's like it's never it's like they never existed. But remember I used to always yep. say 
once we break up, if we break up on bad terms, I'm deleting the evidence. And nobody's going to know that we ever dated unless you tell them. But I like to think of myself as a credible source, so nobody's really going to believe you anyway. Especially the way I am now. Like, Larry don't like nobody. So, bitch, are you sure y'all dated? Like, it's that type of party. Yes, Larry. You better give them those fucking plausible deniability teases, bitch. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, bitch. Uh, oh, but yeah. Okay, go on. What was you gonna say? I, yeah, but yeah, I got about ten, Larry. I, I would say ten tops. Just ten. so we're we're talking about dating and fucking. Well, you know, Larry, I've never dated in this lifetime, so this is all fucking for me. You haven't ever dated. That's right. We've been over this since you've started this inception of this podcast. Uh-huh. Okay, so look, I got a good one, bitch. Uh-oh. I got a good one. <laughs> and I hit briefly on it before, but if somebody gave you an STI, would you stay? Fucking no. <laughs> Fucking no. no, no, and no, because that is the deal breaker for me. That is, bitch. What, the fact that I found out that you just gave me this, and I'm like, I told you, there's several things I will not forgive. Giving me an STI is one of them. Be ready for me to run down on your shit when I see you after I get this antibiotic or whatever the fuck. Bitch, I'm piecing you up. I'm boxing yeah. you up and sending you to your mama. No, for real. Exactly. For real. Period. Because, because look, you cheat on me. Listen, we can work past a lot of shit, but you make me a fucking innocent bystander in your bullshit. Now I got to knock you the fuck out. Oh, because, yeah. Because listen, because listen, some of that shit, you can't give it back. Exactly. So, so now I'm stuck with your fuck up. Like, you fucked up and I'm stuck with that. For the rest of my life now. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm gonna make sure you know. I'm gonna make sure you know. And that's what and that's what I was talking about. Like that's that shit that that shit is for real, like dead ass scary. Because it's like you feel like you know people and you really don't fucking know people. Like motherfuckers right. stick around on you and then whatever. But then the crazy part about it is I've seen situations where motherfuckers gave somebody something and then turn around and be like, So who you been fucking? Mm-mm. Nigga, you gave this At to me. At that point, it don't even matter who you been fucking. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. I'm talking about somebody give you an STI, right? And then look at you and be like, "Who, who you been fucking?" Oh, exactly. Who, right? Who you Wait, the fucking? nerve? Hold up. Who, who the you fuck been fucking? Up? Like, who you been fucking? Let me tell you all a story that happened. It was like maybe two years ago, I think. I don't know, but uh, me and someone broke up. Okay. And we were broken up for like nine months at this point uh-huh and we ended up smashing mm-hmm. you know after the fact like it, yeah it was about nine months and we smashed mm-hmm. and i want to say like a month later he hits me up like oh hey like i just want to see how you were doing blah blah blah, blah right mm-hmm. the next thing you know this nigga says so yeah i got syphilis you got what oh. i was like wait 
okay, like, where are you going? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, why are you telling me this? And I'm like, okay, maybe he's trying to tell me, like, I need to get checked. You know? Nah, bitch, this nigga said, well, like, you are, like, the last person that I had sex with. (laughs) You told me about that. I told you you about that. And I was like, the audacity to call me after we fucked and pretty much like, yeah, you're 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 telling me that I gave you syphilis. And I've never had syphilis in my life. And of course I went and got checked after that because I'm like, okay, well, nigga, I need to know what the fuck is going on. Exactly. And this is my ex-boyfriend. Like we were in a full ass relationship. Oh, this is like yo nigga. This we lived like, together. This was like yo nigga. Ooh. It wasn't like we, we used to live up. together. It wasn't like nobody was fucking. No. Uh, we used to it. live together. And so I'm like, okay, like honestly, I was a little shook if like, okay, what am I supposed to even say? Like, nigga, I don't know. Like I haven't I, I wasn't fucking like that. Like I was literally a moment where I was kinda like not fucking. Right. Just because like the breakup hit me so hard. It was hard for me to just fuck with people. You know what I mean? Right. And so um, so I went and got checked and I was all good. And <laughs> next thing you know, and like he called me back and told me this, but I still was already like, nigga, you fucked up already because you accused me when really you should have just like told me to get checked and went from there. Right. But he calls me back and I'm about to say this nigga's name because I don't give a fuck. He's all like, oh, this guy, Mateo, that was like my regular fuck buddy. He said before I fucked you, but that can't be possible because why don't I have it? No, nigga, this is somebody you fucked after me. Uh huh. Apparently, that guy's the one who gave it to him because that guy hit him up and said that he had syphilis. Listen, motherfucker. And I was just like, yeah, bro, like, fuck you. At this point, like, fuck you. Like, that's how, you know, that's just. Oh, wow. Motherfuckers like, get the timelines of everything. Oh, yeah, especially when they just out here just getting dicked down by everybody in the motherfucking world. They, they don't know who gave them what is and this how. Twitter boy? Yes. I didn't say his name. No but... said, but Twitter boy and y'all should already know. Mm-hmm. hmm He might oh. um he he might he might know what you're talking about. Who? Yeah. He might listen to oh, this one day. Boy? He might listen to this I one. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I mean, because I, mean, I, mean, I don't know him. It is what it is. Like, nigga, you accuse me of giving you something that I've never even had in my life. So I don't right. even know how to take that. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's fuck. And so I did my little research on syphilis and this and that. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is deep. Uh-huh. Syphilis is deep. I mean, Very. they're all deep. But syphilis is deep. Like, don't you could die go, from that shit. Don't even go on. Which one, which one, if you go on, if it goes untreated, you can go blind? Oh, that's syphilis. Oh, bitch. Oh. Yeah, syphilis. Like, that shit pretty much, like, fucks up your, like, um, organs and shit. Like, you're, like... Oh, bitch. And this is all yeah. just sex. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. The shit that people carry. Use condoms, guys. Oh, my God. I know it feels good without the condom. Trust and I me, know... I know. Listen, and I know motherfuckers... I'd be, paying, like, oh, nah. I know motherfuckers are paying heavily, like, on prep as an excuse to not use condoms, but, bitch... Bitch, prep ain't stopping shit. Listen, prep yeah, stops... Exactly. Prep stops one thing and one thing and only. And it ain't 100% stopping that Exactly. Either. So... Listen, because because I'm pretty sure if you fuck somebody... You're going to get that strand. Listen, 
You fuck somebody with a war. Somebody just wanna fuck. You with. fuck somebody with a war, bitch. Now what? Yeah, you forever got. Prep gonna, prep gonna, is prep gonna protect you from that? No, but you don't want to like, like why protect yourself from HIV but not protect yourself from everything else? I think because most Americans like, are stupid and horny. So I, well, I saw, I saw this post. I mean, I'm horny too, but damn. Shit. I mean, I'm horny too, but it's like at the end of the day, like I would rather. I look at it like this: like I would be so devastated if my life was fucked up forever over some nigga that I will never see speak to again. Right. I feel like listen. I I'm to the point where there's no more. There's no more at all. We drank all. Of, we I said should we get more than one? An entire house. Yeah, bitch. I mean, all we, all we got is liquor, liquor now. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to make me a liquor, liquor drink. Listen, I, I'm like real big. Like, I don't want to say like you know I'm like upset or something, but it's like at the end of the day, like I would rather, I would rather put myself in a situation, like. I know that you know whatever sex doesn't feel good without the condom, or whatever. But it's like I think like they make condoms that literally feel like nothing. They do. Like I just I just feel like you have to protect yourself in all in all realms of like se- of sex now because it's like motherfuckers will really fuck you and not tell you anything. And I saw this post where motherfuckers were really thinking that prep literally protects them from everything. Like they was like they think that prep protects them from. COVID. Oh dear God in heaven! Listen, that really took me out. I was like, you know, I, I, I can't deal. I'm not gonna say I can't deal with all this this whole generation of gays, but I can't deal with a lot of shit that they say. Yes, and they be dead ass serious when they say it. Like, oh, like this dude was like, you know, I'm pretty sure that you know my prep medication is, is protecting me from COVID, bitch. Okay. Bitch. Oh my God! Twitter sent me that too, like yeah. like article about it. I'm like, see, that's yeah. a sign. My whole ass. See, yeah. type of niggas. Listen, them type of niggas. Cancel. Cancel. They like they motherfucking invincible. Listen, like I said, like I said, condoms suck or whatever, but you really do not know these people. You think that you know these people, but you really 100% do not know these fucking people that you fucking with. Even if you are like just, even if you are in a relationship with them, you married to them, whatever, blah, 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 you do not know these fucking you people. You can't trust nobody. Because you, you put yourself in a position to... Right, because you you could be married to somebody for all these years thinking you're happy and shit, blah, 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 and you wake Look, up, you wake up with you. an itch, and then you like, oh, let me tell you, bitch. When me and Twitter was in a relationship, I was still taking my breath. Dang. And he was all like, "Why are you taking your pressure? We're, you know, we're we're in a monogamous relationship and we're only fucking each other." And I'm like, mm, "Okay, okay, okay." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Dang. The same reason why I found out you were cheating on me—that's why I was taking my prep because I'm not a stupid nigga. My mom ain't raised no dummy. Right. Shit. Yes. That's what I will say. Listen. Sorry, Alex. I need these. Listen. Take your prep. Use your condom. But do what the fuck. You got to be smart. Please be smart. 
Very. And don't let your carnal instinct and that sex addiction get the best of you because, again, you can't get rid of some shit. And don't forget to also take your colloidal silver. It's a super full immune booster. What did he say? Colloidal silver. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yes, look it up, Larry. You can get it at Whole Foods or any other, you know, those are high-end places. What is that? What was that? It's an immune booster. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, are those the pills? No, no, no. This is the liquid. Oh, it's the black liquid, right? Not not the black one, but the clear one that looks like water. When you get a chance, look up colloidal silver and the benefits of it. You'll thank me later. I'm not, look, we have to talk about this offline, bitch. Yes, bitch. Because you know you be having all this shit. Like when, look, I still to this day be using that uh that uh salt that you gave me for my birthday. Really? You still using it, Larry? Bitch, you told me the girl ain't making it no more, so I've been using that sparingly. I know, and then the crazy part is, Larry. She came back for like a brief month and was like, hey guys, I'm going to start making again. Bitch, I took half her inventory. Listen, <laughs> listen, I what I use that? it. It's under, it's under my cabinet, but he got me like this, like, this, like, what? It's, it's not sea salt, is it? It's uh Himalayan pink salt. Yes, Himalayan pink salt or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I okay, mix it, I mix it with the, my Dr. Teal's Epsom salt so that I don't uh, have to use a lot of it. Yeah. Yes, dude. Ooh, Baby, when I tell you, it be having me smelling right and feeling right. one with myself, bitch. Yes, oneness. One with my motherfucking self, bitch. Yes, Larry. Oh, yes, yes, honey. When she when she does come back online, Larry, uh, post COVID, whenever this fucking Corona goes away, did you start at least following the page so that you'll be able to catch when she does post and be like, "Hey, guys," because she's one of those. Well, she'll just pop up and do like a pop up shot. Right. I do. Right. Well, I do, but it's like I don't use Facebook as much as I use Instagram. She's on Instagram, Larry. I want some. I don't think you. I don't think you sent me the Instagram page. Oh, I'm gonna make sure I do that today. Yeah, the Instagram page. Hey, I forgot. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the Instagram page because I, I I don't know Facebook either. I'm on Instagram. He's in Hawaii. Yeah, he's in Hawaii. Oh, he's behind. That's yeah, he's behind. Yes, I'm behind. Okay. So we're going to do one more talk before we go to the break or whatever. Okay. Uh, it's going to be, be, be an easy one. Okay. I mean, they all easy. Do you think that dates should be centered around food? Say that again? Hell yes, nigga. Ah! Hell fucking yes. Say that one more time, Larry. Do you think that date? Do you think that date should be centered around food? Yes. Listen, I feel like food better come up somewhere in this motherfucker. I don't care. Right, even if it's a snack or something, or finger food, something. It don't have to be a full eight course meal. An amusement park, but we need to eat together. I need to see how. Yes. Something. Either way, I'm gonna be hungry after, so it don't even matter. Exactly, nigga. They call me Big Stay Hungry. Big Stay. Oh, hungry. Yeah. 
Nigga, you know. They call you big like you don't know, friend. They call you big stay hungry. They act like you don't know. Big stay hungry. I love to eat. Bitch, I love to eat. I fucking love to eat. Oh my god. Food is my love language. Oh. I talked about this. Like, oh, I was talking to Jasmine about this. Yes. Like when someone cooks for me or like feeds me, shit like that, that should be really making me feel special. It really does. You should always feel special. Around it really me, does. Why? Bitch, because I've cooked for you. We and taking me out. You bitch, have. You I have. be trying. Look, I be trying to eat all the fucking time, and you be like, "Nigga, first of all, you took me to Louisiana Purchase. You will forever and always be my friend." Okay. I never, <laughs> had, grown, I never <laughs> had grown man cry over food. Oh, bitch, bitch, you need to come out here so we can go to Louisiana Purchase. I so shed a fucking food. tear. Larry, I would love to come out that hole, but this coronavirus, bitch, they ain't letting us off this rock. I mean, listen. When everything let, when everything let up, bitch. He said they ain't letting us off this rock. That's what y'all call it out there. Yeah, that's what I call it. You know, Libras being trendsetters and shit. But yeah, I've been calling it a rock since I've been here. I've been calling it a rock for seven years, bitch. Okay, well, Larry too. Seven fucking years, bitch. Come on, rock. Listen. Like yes, Larry. I'm trying to get out to Cali, cause. You know that senior chief I told you she just got she just touched down back out there. You know the one with the bat, the sickening body. Oh, the she one just had a birthday. Yes, Where's she, she just. Where's she at? San Diego. You need to put me on with her. I am. Cause ain't she ain't she a cop? She a senior chief, bitch. But I, that's what I'm saying. Ain't she a cop though? Oh, oh yes, yes. Good. She needs to help me. She's. I. I. I need help with my conversion package. Oh, okay, cool. You good? Like that ass. I got you. I got you. We're gonna do all this offline later. We got a lot of stuff to do offline. Yes, all of that. Offline. All of that. All this offline. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna take a break. Go put some more coals on the shit. On this We're gonna go pay some bills. Run some errands. We're gonna run some errands. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to <laughs> being a co-host. And you know, um, yeah. And then we'll be back. Cool. <laughs> you gonna run down there. I know. Bye. So we're back. Um, so I don't want to say we're going to do a lighter note, but we're going to do a different thing. You know, we're going to get off relationships and, you know, we're going to work on something else because, you know, this bitch ain't never been in a relationship so she can't help with shit. That's um, right. And I told Larry to stop inviting me when it comes to in relationship, but this whole still love to be taunting me with this relationship stuff. But anyway. Well, bitch, I got, I got one that you can deal with 100%. Bring it on, ho. We for the windmill in Piggy Wiggly parking lot. What's up? Okay. How do you deal with racism slash colorism in the workplace? Oh, Larry, why did you why you have to do this to me? Ooh. Well, bitch, why, you can't. Why did you have to do this? To well, us? well, bitch, you can't talk about fucking um. You can't talk about relationships, so bitch, let's talk about something else. Exactly, you're right. So you know how I feel about this, Larry. So in the workplace. I'm going to address the shit head on. If I okay. see the shit, okay. I'm addressing the shit head on because I don't tolerate that type of shit. Larry, because racism is fucking ingrained in the fabric of American fucking history and society and every fucking thing, all things American, number one. 
Number mm-hmm. two, colorism shit is heavily, heavily. If you guys get a chance, I talked about this on my podcast. Uh, colorism. As much as I do not like Oprah Coon women. You got a podcast? Yeah, Larry, I finally took your advice since I couldn't do the OnlyFans and, you know, all that shit. I was like, well, I'll take Larry's other advice and do a podcast. We'll talk about that later. Other advice. Listen, you got to put... Listen, so when I I, I tell you to introduce yourself, you're supposed to tell people, hey, blah, blah, blah. But you 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 didn't ask us this time. Bitch. You have been on enough episodes to know if you guys want to promote yourself on, bitch, you better promote it. I know. I'll promote myself at the end. I'm sorry. I was just happy to be back. Forgive me. uh, Okay, well, go on. Go on what you were saying. Okay, so if you guys get a chance, as much as I do not like Oprah Coon Winfrey, she did do something right. If you go on YouTube, she she uploaded the full episodes of Dark Girls and Light Girls um, on her own network YouTube channel. I watched both of them because I don't have cable. And that right there really hit home. And it let me know, like, wow, this colorism shit is ingrained in, like, the psyches of black people. 100%. Like, it is really fucked up and it's bad. So I say all that to say, Larry, the colorism shit, we, black people, it's all my black people of color, from every spectrum under the fucking chocolate rainbow. Listen up. We are all beautiful in our different respective shades. We have to stop this colorism bullshit because all it does is feed into white supremacy, you motherfuckers. How can you not see that? 100%. And who was I sharing this with? I don't remember if it was you or somebody else, but like, like, just to be real with you, like, growing up, like, I think you saw my fucking Instagram or saw me on the live. I'm... I'm high yellow, like I'm a yellow ass nigga, like I'm real light skin. And right, I thought you were Mexican for huh? a minute. Like when I looked at your Instagram, I thought you were Latino. Yeah, that's the vibe that I got from him. Yeah, but he... yeah, yeah, people say that all the time, actually. Um, but anywho, like you know, like growing up my entire life, like a lot of my family members are, you know, darker than me. And, you know, there's a few of us in the family. I could say I got, like, three cousins that are, like, my fucking color. And it's just the thing where it's like, oh, you're yellow, you're light-skinned, you pass for this, you pass for that, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like growing up hearing that kind of fucks me up. Because, yes, I'm black. Yes. But at the same time, like, people have told me this so many times. And, like, high school, you know what I mean? Like, just... The worst. Just everyone, pretty much. Um, it like sometimes I felt separated from black people, mm-hmm. regardless of how black I knew I was. Is the fact that people make like like say things and growing up like as a teenager, it was like I didn't really know how to like. Now that I'm an adult, I understand colorism. Back then, I didn't. Yeah. Know? So. It, to be like, right. okay, so I'm light skinned. Like I like I get looked at differently for being light skinned. Okay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's light skin culture, I guess you could call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I don't even know how to explain it. Like I like I mean I I, I mean I like mean. like I do know how to explain it and I could go really deep into it and I don't really want to, but you know, growing up being light skinned 
I appreciate it 100%, but, you know, I felt separated from a lot of, like, my peers and my family and people in general that were Black, because I grew up in a Black community. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Right. So, for me, I kind of felt a little, like, for me, it felt like people were, like, against me for being light-skinned. But I know a lot of other people yep. feel like light skins are against them. And that's never been my situation. Ever. That. That's, that's never. And that's what I was telling you the other day. Like, there's a divide between light skins and dark skins. And, and it's, it's a great and divide. And it's unfortunate, too. It's because unfortunate because we're all, time, black. we're all black. We're all and black. Look, let me tell exactly. you. Exactly. My dark skinned mother raised me, nigga. Right. Not, not no white person. Not no nigga that's lighter than me. Like, I was raised by a black woman. Right, like, I was, like, I was raised by a black woman or whatever, but it's like, you know, I, there's a divide between, between, like, light skins and dark skins. And it's like, people, people it's talk. it's not just with our culture. It's, it's with Mexicans. Exactly, too. exactly. Like, Latinos, there's black Latinos, and there's, like, lighter ones, exactly. and they be having the same issues. Because you mistake a Puerto Rican and call them Dominican, and they yeah. upset. I know y'all saw blood in, blood out. Yes. Shit. I'm just not like, like, okay, so like I told you, I was like, you know, black, like dark skins have their season when they, when they're back in style and people want to be with a, with a dark skin person. But growing, okay, so growing up in Indiana, mm-hmm. the culture, the culture that I've seen, because I know it's different everywhere else, I've seen that, you know, light skinned, light skinned people are always winning. I've seen where where yes. people always will be like, oh, you were if you ask somebody their type, they'll be like, oh, you know, my type is light skin, and I'm like, that's that's not like that's, that's not, not the move. That, right. That's not a type. Well, like they'll be like, you know, my type is light skin. Like they'll be like, I want a light skin, which you know, blah blah blah. And it even goes down to like even not even gay culture, like straight culture. They'll be like, oh, yeah. I want I want a light skin, which it's you know, general, good like, hair and blah, blah blah blah. Like he said, it's like an American. And it's weird. It's so it's so weird to me to see that people. It's so weird to see a divide between pretty much me and you, mm-hmm. because we're both black. Yes, right. we're both black. Yeah. We both come from the same culture. Right. We made we come from different backgrounds, but we, we got the same culture. Yeah, and and we can relate. We literally relate to the same exactly. shit every day. We relate we to the same shit. Each other. Uh-huh. Exactly. So for there shit. to be a race war yep. inside of one race. Because it's like, because I get, okay, so I'm not going to call myself a controversial person and like, you know, a confrontational person or whatever. Like, I don't like to argue, but it's like, I get that there is a race war between blacks and whites, but we also need to deal with the race war within our community mm-hmm. because because we're not as hostile about it as you know a white person killing a black person like i'm not gonna kill you but it's like like i said from my whole like from me growing up i've seen motherfuckers yes. really be like they're better than me because they were light-skinned mm-hmm. oh yeah and don't get yeah. me wrong, like I definitely have seen that shit. I've experienced firsthand. Right, sure. like, like you think that you're right. better than me because of your skin color. Like mm-hmm. your skin color is like the end all, be all to like right. what makes us different. But it's like at the end of the day, 
your skin color may be different than me, but we're all the same. Like we we came from the like I said, we come from the same fucking culture. Like we're we're black. I people that get down with that colorism shit, I don't fuck with them. I can't at all. I don't give a fuck. At skin all. You are, how dark skin you are, whatever. And the crazy part about it is, I tell. I don't fuck because, like I said, I see it as like most of my brothers are dark skin. Right. I have a light skinned sister and one other light skinned brother. There's nine of us. Okay. All right. So, with that being said, I don't see it as, oh, I'm light-skinned, I got this privilege, uh, this privilege or that. I see it as, I'm a nigga, okay? I was raised by my black mom. She is the one who taught me my morals and things like that. Mm-hmm. It comes from a black perspective, mm-hmm. regardless of how light I am. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, right. I do know that colorism is a thing. It does exist. Mm-hmm. And I think about my siblings, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I know how people view me because exactly. I am so light-skinned. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that don't matter to me. None of that matters to me because at the end of the day, I identify myself as a black person. Right. I'm black. You know? And, and it shows. It definitely shows. Like, it shows and that's the thing. You talk about in the workplace. So I just want to touch back on this. Like, in it, in it, in it, Goes a little off from colorism because so we don't have to talk about the workplace. We can talk about like school. We can talk about whatever school or but whatever. Like... But my okay. like, there was something else that I did want to touch on, right? So I work in a field where it's a lot of men. Um, from what I know, most of them are straight, married to women. From what I know, like I said, okay. Um. There's another thing that usually comes up, right? And like my coworker asked me about it. He's all like, How is it being gay in like how is it being a black gay male and having this particular job? Oh. Because like you don't know exactly what I do, but I work with a lot of white men. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a job where a nigga like uh, like somebody at my job is bound to cuss you out if you do some stupid shit. And when I say cuss you out, I mean call right. you out your name, yell at you, treat you like shit, right? And hear it out. At the end of the day, I may be light-skinned, but I'm a nigga. And coming from a white guy talking to me crazy, I do not take that shit lightly. I don't either. Okay? So, at so, all. You know, when my coworker asked me that question, it hit really hard because... I've never personally been disrespected at work. I don't think that has anything to do with the color of my skin. I think a lot of that has to do with me just being a solid ass nigga when it comes to work. Yeah. I know my shit. I learn. I ask questions. I figure things out. Every person I work with, I'm trying to figure out like how are we going to work together? Because I work with different people every day. Okay. But there has been situations where shit like that has come up. Right. Right? There was another black guy that works for my company. And he collected cans. All right? We use a lot of cans and bottles and shit at work. And and, and most of the time, people just throw it in the dumpster. Right. So what he would do when he got to work every morning is he would go in the dumpster and grab all the cans and shit. Okay. And there were comments and shit that I heard from people sure we can figure those out mm-hmm. and they were like 
he makes good money. Like he works with us, so he, you know, he makes enough money to where, like, why would he jump in the dumpster and collect cans and this and that? And someone made a comment and said it must be a black thing. See, girl. And I was look and 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 let me hold my earring. Look, exactly That's what you... Danny, he's from Riverside. Hi. <laughs> I'm from Riverside, too. Oh I was born on 14th Street. I'm from Riverside. Danny um, sent a request to be in your video. Anyway, um, tap him in. Okay. Um, anyway, like, uh, like I was saying, I have to let these niggas know, like, it's not a black thing. There's a such thing as people who just like to collect cans and and, and bottles to recycle. Right. Like, I Maybe he hardest, cares about the earth. Exactly. I tried my hardest to keep it professional because I really don't want to lose my shit. But at the end of the day, like, you know, people are going to think the way they want. And, right. And, and that's just how that is. Right. Right. So, whatever. I mean, Anywho. I mean, I'm just always like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person. These niggas is over here playing games. They are drunk. Hi, Danny. That's wait, not Danny. That's wait, Dylan. is that Danny? That's Dylan. That's Danny. Hi, Dylan. Larry. 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 Yeah. Are you guys in Riverside? Mm-mm. Am I dodging Riverside? I said, are you guys in Riverside? No, they're in Hawaii. Danny's in. Yeah, we're a little bit, you know, slightly small kind west of that, but. Small kind. I hate Dylan. He's from Riverside. Hi, Riverside friend. I hate them. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, like we were saying, nigga. Yeah, shit. like. <laughs> um, so that's one thing, right? So that like rubbed me the wrong way. And then when this whole protest shit was going on, I heard one of the foremans over say like. Yeah, that shit is stupid. It's like it's ignorant. And I kept my like I kept my mouth to myself that day because when it comes to protesting and Black Lives Matter and just black people in general, it's like it's it's a heavy subject for me. Ooh, 100%. It's really a heavy subject for me. But at the same time, like I also am not about to lose my job because I done beat a nigga up or cussed him out or did some shit. Because those thoughts go through my head. You know what I mean? Like when I hear people say shit, it like right. it really makes me angry, and I be really like second guessing, like nigga, fuck this job. Like I'm, I'm willing to lose my job to fuck this nigga up. But guess what? At the end of the day, this nigga gonna have a job, and I won't. Right. So, right, you're choosing that, your battles, which so, is good. Like, to be real with you, like, like I said, I work with a lot of white people, and. From Jump Street, I let niggas know, like, hey, I don't speak about politics, religion, race, racism, any of that. I say that. So if you got some shit to say about that, keep it to yourself. Talk to somebody else. I don't care. But Uh look, as long as we working together, you won't hear it come out of my mouth. I don't want to hear it come out of your mouth. Right. And we'll be fine. Because I don't have to listen to it if I don't want to. I don't want to hear that shit. Don't yes. even bring it up in front of me. Don't ask me questions. There's only one person at my job that I will talk to that shit about, and that's because I know him on a personal level. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just And don't. then just being gay? Oh, Lord. Oh, 
that's just another. That's a whole other situation. That's a whole. Other... And your job too, I'm sure. Oh, 100 percent. But 100 percent. Like I don't. I don't so much <laughs> get the gay thing anymore. Like when it was like when I first got in, like I got a lot of you know backlash on the gay thing or whatever. But I'm always seeing something about color. Always seeing something. It's always like, and it's like because you know, because you know the job field that we do or whatever, you can't like make it obvious that you're talking about color. So motherfuckers will do like slick shit, or they'll say slick shit, and then they'll laugh about it like it's a joke. And I'm just like, I'm not even about to play with you. Yeah, that wasn't. I'm not playing. It's not funny. And I will. I I really will knock you out. Like I will. I will really knock you out because you thought that it was okay to make a racist comment to me and then laugh about it and then be like, oh, you know, like, you can't can't take a joke. And that's literally, that's literally the shit that I be seeing. Like, you can't take a joke. You can't take a joke, bitch. So there are some things that you can joke about with me and there are some things that you can't joke about with me. My skin color and my sexuality will never be something that you can just joke about with me. And that's just me. Period. Now, the crazy thing about it is you can't speak on it. I'm not going to say you can't speak on it, but you can't joke about, like, can nobody at work come to me about you saying some gay shit? Can nobody at work come to me about him saying some gay shit? Black shit, whatever. Like, it doesn't just, it doesn't just come down to just me. If I relate to it, it's not funny. It's not a joke to me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you didn't like you didn't call me a faggot, but you call somebody else a faggot. I have an right. issue with that. Yeah, I sure okay. do. I have an issue with that because guess what? At the end of the day, if you have an issue with him and you went and the first thing you jumped to was him being a faggot, guess what? I feel like you have the same issue with me. Right. Exactly. Yep. Because you're presenting that as being your main problem with this person. Right. And if that's your problem with him, then that's your problem with me. Right. And I always Literally, say... Whether you know it or not. Exactly. And I always say to people... Well, I would, I would tell people, I'm like, you know... The white people that I have encountered, I guess, you know, like on the racist aspect of it, it's never... Like, you had, you had a whole vocabulary of words to call me. And you picked nigger and faggot. And I'm not saying it's all white people, but I'm saying, like, you know, the ones that I've had to, like, you know, really get in the ring with and, like, you know, fight or whatever, like, you may have an issue with me or whatever based on whatever the fuck. You don't even, like, all the people I fought, I'm like, you don't know me. You don't, you don't know my background. You don't know where I come from or whatever. But it's like the first word that you jump to was nigger or faggot. Like, I'm like, I have an issue with that. And I have reason yes. to believe that what you're saying lies deeper than you know just the just just the surface of the word that you use. Because again, like I said, you could have called me anything in the book, but you decided to call me the two one of the two hurtful things. Yes, you intentionally. Said it intentionally. Like the dude, I fought this dude outside the bar one night because he was like he was like. Shut up, nigger. All right. Mm. First of oh, all, you called okay. me twice. You called me a nigger, and you told me to shut up. Nigger. Listen, 
First of all, I wasn't talking to you. I don't know you, but the fact that you don't know me and your first word out of your mouth to me was be was to call me a nigga. All right. So now, now you about to know right, these hands. Now you gotta now, and it's like I'm, and it's like I'm not even catching. I, I'm, I'm not throwing no hands off of being disrespectful. Like you a racist. You just you 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 got a whole fuck ton of shit that's wrong with you right now. I'm talking to my friends, minding my own fucking business, and you just pop up and you just want to call me whatever the fuck. But I'm like, the crazy thing about it is, in their mind, they dead ass believe that, you know, I can say this and you can't do shit about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And that's what really bugs me. Like, they yeah. really say, you really say this shit out your mouth with the thought process of, I can say it and you can't do shit about it. And bro. I've and I've and I've heard it from not just white people but other races too. Listen, I've heard it from other races. Like too. I think I was sharing the story with you or somebody. There was a time bro. where I was in Mexico because my friend invited me to his really good friend, like his best friend's um um baptism. Okay. In Mexico, right? Uh-huh. So the baptism went good mm-hmm. after the fact. You know, Mexicans, them niggas about to party, mm-hmm. first of all. So we went to a little hall, and there was a big-ass party going on. Mm-hmm. The mother of the child told my friend, why would you bring this black guy to my baby's baptism? Oh. I didn't hear it happen, but my friend did not take that shit lightly, and he is Mexican. I fuck with him till this day. You've met him. It was Adriel. Oh, yeah. And that nigga had my back 100%, and I appreciate that till this day, because he went the fuck off. He was like, let's go. I don't want to be here. They don't want you here. I don't want to be here. And that's that. But it's just like, it's crazy, because the shit ain't just with white people. It's with all types of races. And like we said earlier, it's even with our own sometimes. Yeah. And that's just the unfortunate thing, because people have this... um this 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 thing about black people in general, no matter what your race is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um there was another nigga that I was dating and his his sister, when I when he introduced me to a sister, after the fact, he tells me, Oh, my sister because I was like I noticed she was being a little, you know, it felt a little weird. And I was all like, how does your sister feel about me? And this nigga had no problem saying Oh, she thinks I shouldn't be dating you because you're black and black guys. What? And, and, uh, black guys hurt people, cheat on people. Like, that's what they're known for. And I was like, the fact that he, wait, wait, hold up. The fact that he even like shared that with me as if it was not like an issue, that was it. He was canceled. Uh-huh. And it sucked because he was like, he was a cool ass person. And they don't be thinking that's involved with that. But exactly my point. Like he felt that his sister was making a valid point, and I was supposed to just brush it off. Like, okay, well, that was your sister. Okay. Anyway, like, no, nigga. I was like, okay. So, what did you respond and say? And he was just like, well, I didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, thank you. And that's my issue. That's my. That's literally my issue with the whole thing. And people say shit like that because people don't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If you and don't say anything, and, and you're pretty much back. agreeing with them. Exactly, and that goes back to and that exactly goes back to feeling like they have the right to say certain things because nobody checks them. You know what I mean? 
they ain't got nobody in their life telling them like, nah, not everybody's like that. And if anything, like every race has a bit of all of that. It's just some shit you can't say around me, okay? And I promise it's some shit you can't say around me. Like, I know you're not eating these sea salt and vinegar chips, right? Fuck up the but Larry to uh Larry to wrap up that question you asked though for me when it comes to wherever I'm at I don't give especially white people and uh, every other person but primarily white people because everyone looks at America first as everything white is right that's what they've already have established that is the whole purpose behind white supremacy so because that is what everyone's looking at from the outside, they're like, oh, okay, that's how they treat their people. Okay, that gives us license oh, yeah. to do it too, which is why everyone oh, yeah. everywhere else feels comfortable yeah. doing that. Don't say that. Regardless so when I enter a space, wherever I'm at, I make it very clear. I'm, un- I'm two things, unapologetically gay and black. Black first because you're going to see that shit. You're going to see my blackness first, and then you're going to see the gay. So I don't even give people the clearance whatsoever when they come dealing with me work whatever hi how can i help you uh yeah uh-huh this is that uh-huh you try to make casual conversation i'm gonna pay it does we ain't even gonna even get on those levels yet until even you could be there six months if i don't feel comfortable at all with your aura i ain't even taking nothing that direction if i haven't hung out with you personally mm-hmm. outside of work you can't talk to me at work about anything personal no. about my life spiritual life, my sexual orientation, who I'm fucking sucking, that ain't none of your you goddamn business. Because you, you ain't been to ever be... Yeah, but people like to ask questions. They don't exactly. Don't ask and that ain't none of your business. Right, because if you want to throw that shit back business. up in your face. Because Larry, what the fuck did I just... Exactly. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Oh, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to just share this with you. There happens to be another gay guy at my job, which is very rare, super Uh-oh. rare. When I say rare... I mean, like, nigga, I believe I'm the only, I, I used to believe I was the only gay person in my company for okay. a very long time. Oh. So this guy comes out of nowhere, and he was just all like, oh, I'm gay, too. Okay, sis. And I looked at him, and I was like, okay, maybe he clocked me, and that's cool, but that's that, Okay, right? That's that. Sure. This nigga, within <laughs> five minutes, he gets into talking about his relationships and how he has three boyfriends. They all live together. <laughs> he invited me to his house already. Pool party. Um, oh. Fet- He's trying Look, to make you a four. Talking about fetishes. How about this, bruh? I'm your lead. Like, Uh-oh. I am, you know, technically over him, in a sense. And it's like, I feel a little uncomfortable with you already talking about this. I just met you. I don't know anything about you at all. For all I fucking know, this could be the motherfucking owner's son. All right. Right. And, and you're over here just opening up about all of your sexual preferences, situations, shit, and inviting me over to your house. Look, check it out. First of all, nigga. On first hand, you ain't even the type of nigga I would ever just pop up at your house. Right. First of all. Secondly, I'm not about that I'm married to three other guys type of shit. 
And then the fetishes that you talking about, nigga, you like to wear diapers? No, thank you. Oh no! Like, oh, oh no! Like the word diapers, big ass dildos are being slinged around, and yeah. all this leather shit. And you know what? I respect that. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. But my thing is, nigga, we are at work. Right. I just met this number one. They ever working with this guy in my life? Right. Okay. And thirdly, nigga, like, why do you feel okay to talk about this to me? Look, I, I've been in situations where people that made me feel so comfortable, I tell them I'm gay. Okay? But that's about as far as it'll fucking get. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to sit here and talk about my sex life to you. Right. My relationship. No, sir. How we have nude pull. Like, no. <laughs> Who are you and where did you come from and why the fuck are you here? Because at that point, I felt very uncomfortable. And I did not check him. And let me tell you why. Because I needed to make sure somebody else knew where the fuck I was coming from before I even checked him. So I hit up my hire, like my my manager type shit, right? Right. And I said, mm-hmm. hey, I just want to let you know, because he actually hit me up. He's all like, how was it working with Whoopty Whoop? And I was all like, how do you think? <laughs> and he laughed, right? So for me, it's like, okay, he's worked with this person before, so maybe he knows what's up. So then we finally talked on the phone, and I was all like, yeah, I wanted to touch bases with you on how that went. Um, like, he's a good worker, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, he's he's in a relationship with three other guys for a fucking reason. The nigga likes to wear diapers for a fucking reason. He likes he likes oh, to God. around. He wants to be talked to like a bitch. And I'm using bitch in the term as, you know, just like, just be talked to like nothing. You know what I mean? That's th- This is what I'm gathering from him, okay? Right. And it was situations, even at work, where he's all like, I want to do this and do that. And I was like, to me, I've been doing this for a while. I know my shit. And I'm just all like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you do like I'm like I was, I didn't tell him it didn't make sense, but I questioned him. Like, why would you want to do that? Exactly. And he and he instantly mm. responded with, "Oh, I forgot, you're my boss. I'm sorry, you're my lead. I need to follow your directions." Like, like that submissive talk that I'm just like, like, oh, uh, nigga, calm down. <laughs> I'm asking you because I want to understand why. You know what I mean? And this motherfucker yes. getting aroused. Yes, that's exactly how I took it. And it made me feel very uncomfortable because it's just like, at the end of the day, like, he's a white guy, and if I don't give him or show oh. him what he wants from me, we all know how this shit works. Niggas will flip, twist, and do some shit and make it seem like a whole nother situation real fast, okay? Real fast. End of the day, I right. am the black guy, and he is the white guy, and I mean... Oh, he's up front about... What he likes. It's just the fact that he said that word. No, he. Yes, that's that's that white privilege shit, Larry. Likes, but guess what? That's none of my business at the end of the day. That ain't it none really of my fucking is, business. Man. Nigga, love what you love. Do whatever you do. Take 20 inch dildos up your ass. Stretch that motherfucking asshole till the shit falls out. That's, that's oh, okay. no. But guess what? That's not for me to know. That's his boss. At all. At all. At all. Because. Oh. 
look, we may be gay, but that don't mean we the same type of people. True. Okay. True. And, and, and you know, I just prefer you to keep that shit to yourself. So anywho, I told um, my boss, and I and 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 I didn't get all into detail. I just told him like some, you know, he started talking about his sex life and you know preferences and his husbands and this and that. And yes, I did say this. Because I need somebody else to know right. in case some shit happened. And it's like, oh, well, Dion, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people with my company do know that I am gay. Right. Okay? So that's the last thing I fucking need. Mm-hmm. It's somebody like, like we know right. we're gay. How do we know he's gay? We don't know he's gay. You know, like, I like I just, like, I really have to sleep on this shit. And the next morning, I was like, mm. oh yeah, somebody needs to know about this conversation. Right. Some like 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 somebody over me needs to know about this. Exactly. Because I mean could... And you did the right thing. You anybody protected yourself. Like, yeah, because you could have been like, you said it. I'll beat that whole right tooth out, okay? That he only got. I told you he only got like oh. two teeth. Oh, you know what? Let me see. Let me stop. Oh, because I thought you were like exaggerating. No, I was being serious as fuck. You know, bitch, you ain't got no teeth. I don't... Wow. Okay, Larry, why are you putting on that missing tooth? I want to end that colorism shit with this right here. I want to speak time. to Team Dark Skin and Team Light Skin because I hate those hashtags. I cannot stand those hashtags. I I've need for us, Team Dark Skin, Team Light Skin, to come together. In 2020, Team Dark Skin, Team Light Skin, we're all black at the end of the day. White people still look at all of us as niggas. Oh, yeah. So we 100%. collectively need to pull together, get over this colorism shit, because right. we're all the same. We're all beautiful. We're all great in our own right. When have you seen white people judge each other based off, oh, this person's tanner or paler than the other one? We're the only motherfuckers that have been programmed to yeah. do that shit. So let's stop supporting white supremacy and come together because that's what they don't yeah, want. They want us. To- that's all I'm gonna say yeah. on that. Like they come want us on to y'all. Divide between light skin and dark skin. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, because his skin is lighter. You know what I mean? Like it's I that heard, whole field even, nigga I, house look, nigga I shit. Heard people go as far as saying, "Oh, you're light skin because like your ancestor." Was fucked by a motherfucking um, slave owner. Like, oh yes, it happens. Oh, it definitely happens. Oh wow, and they went there. People say shit like that. Yes, people say shit like that. The only reason why you are that light is because your ancestor, somebody in your family, had a baby by a slave owner. You should have corrected them and say, actually, bitch, you meant they probably were raped by a slave owner. Not oh, yeah, they didn't do it willingly, exactly. bitch. Definitely. I oh Definitely people crazy. they they send me when they, this, ask, when this, they say shit like this, that. This was something that I did hear like in my younger age, in my grade school days. But you know, at the end of the day, yes, you are right. Like, yes, great, nigga. I'm sorry. There's I just no like I just don't see. No, there's no other. That's just not it. how it happened. I'm sorry, exactly. baby boo boo. Exactly. I just. I but anywho, like you said. Um, I do think it is very important that niggas come together because, like you said, at the end of the day, nigga, when I get pulled over by a motherfucking police, they hear me speak, and yes, they're going to they they know I'm a nigga. You black? They hear a nigga speaking. <laughs> I fit. I don't give a fuck how white I am, nigga. I could be albino, and I'm still 
a nigga in their eyes. Mm -hmm. They still going to take defense to me. Mm -hmm. They're still going to take extra precaution when it comes to me. Right. They see what type of car I'm in and they're like, oh yeah, this gotta be a black person. I don't, you know what I mean? They already have these like, their mind is made up on the situation before it even happens. Yep. Like I told you. Yep. I just, I, I fit the description. Mm-hmm. I fit the description. Like, mm. somebody calling a 911, whatever, be like, you know, oh, it was a tall black male. Every black male in that vicinity. Every is, black male. Is getting harassed. Exactly. Every single one. Exactly. And, and it's know, crazy it's, because I heard, I heard, the first time I heard that I fit the description, I was in third grade. I was oh, wow. in third grade and I heard that I fit the description and I did not know what that meant. It's sad, but you needed to know at that age because guess what? You do. But guess what? And I hear that's from my what mama. it is. Like, I didn't hear from my mama. I heard it from one of my classmates. Which was? I mean, it was a white girl, but whatever. Mm. Even the she, fact that she knew. Right. I'm like, even she. The knew. fact that she knew, she said, I'm just like, girl, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, what the fuck? Like, right. Yeah, that's how you know she's heard it being, you know, talked about. Exactly. And it's I'm like. Perfect. Members. Absolutely. Like, you don't know that. I'm like, like you, don't, you don't put those two, you don't put those pieces together. Yeah, hell no. I like I like I said, I didn't even know any of this when I was younger. Like this is shit that I've been figuring out since I've been an adult. Exactly. And I grew up in a black community. Like I really did. Like there is niggas. Hey. Niggas and Mexicans. That's hey. it. And it's just sad because yes, like <laughs> I said, like where I grew up, if you drive a Pontiac. If you drive a certain type of car, you're getting pulled over, period. I don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck if your registration is two years paid up. Right. They're going to pull you over because guess what? They're assuming that it's a black person driving this car and you up to no good. Right. That is stupid. It is stupid. Because it you is. know what? When some shit popped off, I could even speak on this. And now that I'm looking back in high school and shit, college days... When some shit popped off on a campus or anywhere near a campus, a park, anything, they're pulling over everybody that's black first. Mm -hmm. If there was a fight that broke out, mm -hmm. we about to stop every black person here mm -hmm. and figure out what happened. And they'll walk up to you because it's happened to me and be like, what happened? And I was like, nigga, I don't know. What the fuck is you asking me for? I'm literally just walking. Exactly. Oh, well, I assume that, yeah, you assumed wrong, nigga, because I wasn't at that part. So I don't even know what type of fight you're talking about. Exactly. But, but it's exactly. just shit like that. It could be a whole group of white folks fighting. They still okay, harass the black shit people. shit like that that fucks me up inside because it goes back to the colorism. And I be trying to tell people it don't matter. I may be light-skinned. You may be dark-skinned. At the end of the day, it ain't going to stop Stop, stop me and and making me a suspect in their eyes like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. I'm just not. Uh, I'm not really that part, Danny. I'm not really a fan of it, but I don't know. It's like I was introduced to my color at a young age. You were. I'll oh yeah. Call it a young age because you know what? I was made fun of a lot because I was dark skinned, and people yeah. used to uh, people used, like I I I used to get picked on because little I was do dark people skin. know like dark skin is fucking beautiful, though. right? Like, 
and it's like it took oh. me a minute. It took me a minute to like really like come into that. But it's like you know, I'm yeah, like, it's something that you have to realize on your own, and then you'll really appreciate that shit. Right, because it's like you know, people be and like, nobody ever appreciates it unless you're black. Right, <laughs> like exactly. I don't, I like I don't give a fuck how many black people you dated, how many black people you have in your family. If you are not black, you will never really appreciate the beauty and dark skin. Exactly, and it kind of fucked me. And up. that's just what I feel. Mm-hmm. That's just honestly what I feel. Because how could you? You don't really understand it. You don't really even understand how, like, people. It, oh, I don't even, look, we ain't even got enough time for this because I could just. Bro, it is bothering me because it was like, you know, uh, I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking child. Yeah. I'm a fucking child, and I have yeah. to, right. I have to really hear this shit. And and unfortunately, these are the conversations that parents should have with their children at young ages. Because guess what? I rather my children know. That they are beautiful and and they love exactly what they look like. My mother used to tell me that all the time. My mother used to at a young age like before another white person come in and step in and say some stupid shit mm-hmm. and my- have somebody feeling self conscious about themselves for the rest of their life. Right. My mother used to tell me that all the time. She used to be like, you know, she was like, "You are perfectly fine." She was like. Uh, she used to always say encouraging shit, but it's like, like you have one person telling me this, and you have. 20 other people telling me that my skin color is shit. Right. And that's of course. And like you said, you remember that your mother told you that and that's something that will always stick with you. Right. But it's that, like in that moment, 20 other people telling me this and my mother telling me this, all I'm thinking is you and my mother telling me this because she has to tell me this. But I'm like, oh. at least 20, 20 people don't tell me and it's just like, my and I, I grew to hate my skin color. So something my mom used to always say when we were younger, you know, if somebody at school said some stupid shit about us, she would be like, well, how do you feel about yourself? True. Do you think that's true? Do you think that you're ugly? Do you think that your skin color is ugly? Do you think this and do you think that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, my mom really like, she was asking like, it was close-ended questions because that's all it really needed to be at the end of the day. Because you don't really need to think too deep about it. It's like, how do you really feel about yourself? You know, and so that's why I think, like, growing up, I've really tried to work on, like, self-love. And, you know, that's something that people don't start working on for until later in their life sometimes, unfortunately. But I've always thought about that. Oh, yeah. My mom has always, you know, planted that seed in my mind about it don't really matter how people feel about you and what people say about you. If you're not that person, if you don't feel like that person, it shouldn't matter. You know, people always, and my mom used to always say, people are always going to have something to say about you. When you do good, they're going to have something to say about you. When you do bad, they're going to have something to say about you. It shouldn't matter. Like, you, like, like, it gets to a point where you have to learn how to ignore people. It shouldn't matter. And I think that was my mom's way of letting us know that this should exist and it's, and it's going to happen. And, you know, the best thing to do is to ignore it sometimes because. I don't know. It's like telling me. Like, if you told me this as, a, as an adult, I'd be like, okay, cool. But yeah, as, a as, kid, a, yeah, as a kid, as a kid, that's yeah, so yeah. hard to child, understand. Of course it is. I agree. It's so hard to understand. I agree. 100%. Just hard for me Very. to understand why I was so different because I was light-skinned and the rest of my family was black. Exactly. It was hard for me to understand that. I, I honestly never really understood that until I became an adult. It just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. I was though. like, okay, so we the same type of niggas. We eat the same shit. We talk the same and all type of shit. But I'm light. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and that don't make me no different. And if anything, the only reason why I'm light-skinned is because of my dad's fucking ancestors. Exactly. But my dad is a full-ass If we really gonna talk about it, if anything, my dad is more of a nigga than my mama. Like, you know, on first impression, low-key. I just feel like, like, once you, like I said, you know, I grew into... I grew into what my self-esteem really was. Like Yes it is. Jaden. I grew into my self-esteem. It's something that takes time. After high school. Self-esteem after everything. Does not just come out of nowhere. Exactly. Really, yeah, that's definitely I had something to that you gotta really focus on like the whole self-love thing. And like I said, I do mm-hmm. I do a lot of things for myself because I I love myself. Like, yeah. I'm all, like I, I wasted so much of like my life hating like my skin color, hating like the person that I was, and I was never satisfied. And that's I, I, I honestly believe that that's why I like that stemmed my like relationship. Like, oh, you know, I'll I'll date someone, and then you know after like. After we break up 30 days later, within 30 days, I'm back in another relationship. And I feel like, you know, that's like I was seeking validation. And then when I finally mm. when I finally took that time to myself and actually learned to like love myself. Granted, it was late in life, but nobody can take that away from me now. Exactly. Like, nobody can ever take away like the the love I have for myself. And so it's like, you know, people, when, when, when people be like, you know, when, when people say shit now, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me as much as it did before because I know who I and am. And see, the thing for me, like, I love that you said that, friend, because, like, the thing for me is, like, I don't really base it off, like, a self thing, but there's a certain type of love that I have for black people in general, including myself, mm-hmm. that I'm just, like... I'm gonna be real with y'all, and I think I spoke about this on a previous podcast. I I had someone ask me, and and he wasn't trying to be like weird or racist or anything like that, but he just really was genuinely like wondering, like he's all like, "What do you love about being black?" Mm-hmm. And I told him I was like, "There's so many things that I love about being black that you probably wouldn't even understand." Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like, like first off, I genuinely like when it comes to black people, we are the most funniest people on this fucking earth. Like, if you want to laugh, you need a nigga in front of you. Period. Like, like a genuine ass fucking laugh. Like, we are funny as fuck. Okay, we are funny, and I feel like black people are the most realest people on this planet. Like, we don't been through too much shit to sit here and beat around bushes and shit. You know, and fake the funk. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we know what we want. We know how we feel. And that's a for sure thing. I love everything about being black. I do too, bitch. Everything that I really I wouldn't change it. Even though I love the shit that people hate about us, that's my favorite part, bitch. Even though we are hunted as a race, I would not trade it for the world. Mm -mm. Nope. 
You not at all. all. Come back as somebody else. I'm coming back. Literally. No, I still want to be this nigga that I'm here. Like, I literally love the person that I get into. And I think I can appreciate it more because it literally happened within like the last five years. And now it's kind of like, you know, I'm kind of. I don't know. Now, now, now that I have this, like, you know, like this newfound, like, love for myself, like, I literally just want to hold on to it forever. <laughs> literally forever. Yeah, so you should. I hope I'm black in my next life. I hope so, too. I don't feel like I could be anything else. I feel like that's where the urban from. I think the urban white guys come from the black yeah. glass. Well, okay, so you know, coming to we, we got off on these topics or whatever. We did. It was cute or whatnot. Self love is the best love. Twenty twenty. Exactly. Is still a fucking pandemic for me, but you know, we're it's a pandemic. Work. And that's something that ain't changed. We're making all. it work, but you know I appreciate the love and support that I get. We're going a whole year through a pandemic. This is this is different for everybody. The fact, the fact right? that right, this is real fucking different. This is literally a real life gym. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. This is something that we ain't never really experienced in our life. You know, it's, you know it's crazy though. I'm literally passing the time, literally living paycheck to paycheck. And I don't mean I don't have any money. I'm I'm talking about like I can't spend any money, so I'm literally just counting the paychecks that I'm getting. I can't go anywhere. Basically, I can't do anything. I'm literally just sitting here. Like I mean, I do shit, but it's like I it's can't. Different. It's different. I can't tee up like I used to. It's different, and maybe it's for a good cause. Maybe but... it's for a good cause, but it's like uh huh. My whole rack up them commas, Larry. It actually goes a lot farther. It goes, it goes to nine. Oh yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if you do it with, that one if you do it with another person, but yeah, like twenty twenty is not all bad, but it's like everybody's like you need to get the San Diego experience. And I get here, and this what this is this is the new definition of the San Diego experience. Pandemic, right? Girl, right? No, <laughs> I mean it's not much different. So this is so this is the uh this is the point of the podcast where you know we talk about what we learned and took from it. So excited. <laughs> Which one do you think you want to go for? I'll go first. Okay. So like what I learned or what I took from it, I should say, is that you know, like, I just felt like, well, like he said, you know, like, as black people, we should, like, there should not be no divide between us. Because at the end of the day, it's low-key, like, the world against us. So why are we making it harder on ourselves? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we shouldn't sit here and be worried about who's light-skinned, who's dark-skinned, when nigga, it's a whole motherfucking world that hates all of us. Mm-hmm. As a whole. Mm-hmm. They don't yes. see light-skinned, dark-skinned. We the only motherfuckers who look at that shit. Which is weird. It's so weird, but like he said, I feel Super like it's a train thing. You know what I mean? This is something that's been happening since way back mm-hmm. in the gap. You in the gap? I heard gap mm-hmm. many. Okay. This has been happening way back Ooh! in the gap. Nigga, we don't look at each other differently because we choose to. We look at each other differently because we were taught to. But at this point, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. 
You know, with us knowing what we know now, it's a fucking choice. Right. So if you want to continue to feed into white supremacy and ignorance and call your brother light skin and tell him he's different than you because of that, it's a choice. At this point, you were just as racist as the motherfuckers who taught you this shit. Uh, hmm? And that's that. And that Hello. When, what? Oh, motherfucking period. Period. Bitch. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Who's next? So, what I take away from this, Larry, is black people love ourselves unconditionally. I'm also taken from it. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. If I have to come back and reincarnate in this lifetime, I'm coming back as a black female this next yeah. lifetime, bitch. Um, I would never change anything about my human experience for being black. I'm going to continue to love everyone, but keep my foot on the necks of white supremacy until I leave this earth and then return. Mm-hmm. And people love, teach your children the biggest thing. Teach your children at an early age, one, if they're black, to love themselves, to love their fellow man, no matter what shade they are, because that shit, hate is taught. Mm-hmm. You you are taught mm-hmm, to hate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we if we start with these kids yep. and teach them right, 100%. we can put out more productive citizens in this fucked up ass world. This is why we are where we're at right now because of all the fucked up ass individuals who were raised by these fucked up ass people. Mm-hmm. So now in our adulthood, we're trying to fix all this shit and Fix years and years of generational hurt. But we're doing it. It it sucks that we have to do it in our adulthood, but we're doing it. And we just got to keep putting out love, guys. We just got to keep putting out love and not taking no shit and busting a bitch in their face for thinking it's okay to walk up in a Trump America to call me a nigga or a fag or anything, bitch. Don't get your shit ran in. I'm just saying. Real quick. So, um, what I took from this podcast is first and foremost, don't put your finger in my butthole. Period. Second, ah! second, you give me an STI and I'm laying on you, bitch. And third, third, I'm gonna always expect to go get food on a date. Yeah. Always. Come on now. Fat bitch prodigal. Friend date or be a date date. Nigga, we need to eat. Okay. Right, we need to eat. Just like we ate today and then Bitch, we eat every day we hang up. We ate today. Well, we ate today. And then we was like, I just wanna go drink. I don't wanna go eat. And bitch, we still ate. Look, I got off work the other day. I was like, nigga, what you want from Los Angeles? Yes, look, and I'm about to go film this up right now. Oh, she about to still eat that shit. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you guys for showing up and showing out like y'all always do. Y'all know Demetrius show up. Yes, and don't forget people to find me on Instagram. I'm at Metamorphosis. Uh Check out my podcast, Ace Dimensional Chat. We can talk about that higher vibrational shit on top of the ratchet shit. Oh no, vibrational shit. I'm not the only type of nigga that's talking about vibrations and yeah, shit. Because y'all know Demetri only show up once every blood moon, bitch. Mm-hmm. So, 
Bitch, fuck <laughs> you.